0: And to be perfectly frank, there have been times when members or leaders in the church have simply made mistakes. There may have been things said or done that were not in harmony with our values, principles, or doctrine. Brothers and sisters, Stay in the boat, use your life jackets, hold on with both hands, avoid distractions. Give Brother Joseph a break. Some have asserted that more members are leaving the church today and that there is more doubt and unbelief than in the past. This is simply not true. The Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints has never been stronger. How can homosexual members of the church, first I want to change the question. There are no homosexual members of the church. Questions are honored, but opposition is not. I think we'd also have to be honest. There may be some of these questions that there is no answer to. Yes. Those are the ones we avoid. Doubt your doubts. Welcome to episode number one of the Cognitive Dissidence Podcast. So let me set this up. My name is Bill Real. I'm the host of this podcast. Again, this is the very first episode. We want to kind of talk for a moment about what we're trying to accomplish here. the The main idea, the thing we want to focus on is the psychology of religious belief. We want to talk about in this podcast various mechanisms that are in place within religion, that that uh, encourage us to believe a certain way or to believe certain things in the process we go through to kind of deconstruct and reconstruct those ideas uh as our our brains develop as we as we grow more mature as we have more experiences as we develop more wisdom and it should be stated that i am uh Well-versed in the religion of Mormonism. That is that is my tribe. That is the language and the symbols that I relate to. But I hope this podcast will be appealing to those of any religion, even whether it be Christianity or outside of Christianity, and just to have conversations about what it is in religion that when we are in earlier stages of development that are so attractive and we see things certain ways... And then as we begin to develop, we begin to uh, put a different mindset on those things. And and we begin to see the world differently. And we go through these stages of deconstructing our belief system and then reconstructing uh, something. And sometimes that ends up with us being completely outside of religion. Sometimes it ends up with us choosing a different church or a different faith. And sometimes people decide to make it work within the religion that they grew up in, even though they have now reconciled uh, their paradigm in a way that they see that faith so much differently, so much differently. Each episode we will spend time picking out some concept, some idea within faith development, cognitive development, or some type of psychological mechanism that helps us to make sense of our religious beliefs and show how that is used in the religious world. And and just because of my own experience, um, much of that will be done within the faith of Mormonism. But I think for those who are listening from outside of Mormonism, you're going to be able to pick these things and see them within your own faith and say, yeah, while well, they do it that way, we're using that mechanism this way. And I and I hope that what we accomplish is to show like how intricate our minds are as human beings. And what it is that compels us to, at different stages in our life, put beliefs together a certain way at that time, and then put it together this way this time. And, and also I want to speak to kind of a concept, which is that I often talk about within my faith, I talk about the idea that it is in the unhealthiness of a religious system. It is in the, in the shadows of that religious system that that system Works and does its job and, and encourages you to, to individuate, to, uh, claim your own authority and begin to see the world in, in deeper, more rich ways. And that if religions fit perfectly and everything runs smoothly, then that never happens. And that I believe the real goal of religion, whether it knows it or not, whether it is claiming it or not, is to help us to individuate, which is to, to become our own person and to not just see the world in black and white ways. And so we're going to spend time each episode trying to break those kinds of things down. The music that you're hearing on the, the front and back side of these episodes, uh, the artist is named Marty Ray. Uh, It's his redo of uh, Ice Ice Baby from Vanilla Ice. Uh, I chose this song for a couple of reasons. Uh, One is that this idea that you have this artist in the beginning who does this song, and, and now time has passed, and our culture is different, and the things we like and find appealing are different, because we've grown in some way. And the idea that this song has been redone, and it's really catchy, and while when I was a kid, I looked at that song as such a simple song, uh not really anything deep. When I listen to those words now coming out of Marty Ray's voice, when, I come, when it comes out of his mouth, I, I sense like there's more of a depth to these words. And so just the idea that we can take something and repurpose it and deconstruct it and reconstruct it, put it back together and have something that's useful. If you're not a Latter-day Saint, you're not going to recognize the sound bites. They are sound bites within our faith, within the faith of Mormonism, and these sound bites are ones that once you've deconstructed Mormonism, you, you look at as like part of the mechanisms within the faith that are pointing you to believe a certain way. And so we will likely use each of these throughout uh, various episodes as we talk about these mechanisms that uh, compel us to believe in religious ways a certain way, uh, to to frame things a certain way. And again, how when we get into these later stages of development, these things be, we begin to see these things for what they are. We we see through a glass less darkly. Also, throughout this podcast, we will use the New Testament and Jesus. Uh, I think Jesus is a wonderful example in the stories that are in the New Testament, uh, and perhaps within other works of scripture as well, and other stories throughout history, that show us, like, what, what is going on that we can point to in scripture that also identifies with these, these uh, movements of deconstruction and reconstruction. Again, I hope you'll enjoy this. This will be the Cognitive Dissidence Podcast. This is episode number one. The reason we chose that name, number one, is the idea behind the phrase cognitive dissonance, which is when you have two competing thoughts, and your brain cannot sit in that discomfort. And so you have to pick one side or the other, and, and your brain will compel you to do that. This podcast, I hope, will cause some cognitive dissonance, because we want in this world to have competing thoughts and to have to think about things and perhaps to have to change our mind and let go of false but comfortable beliefs in order to accept things that are real and true. And in the word dissidence, so I took out the word dissonance, put in the word dissidence. A dissident is somebody who within a belief system or within a some kind of system raises his hand within the system, on the inside, and says like, something's not right here. Let's talk about that. And so hopefully uh, throughout all these episodes that we do, you're going to find that I'm, I'm encouraging and pushing us as a people within our various religious systems to recognize these mechanisms for what they are and for us to work to be more healthy in how we treat each other and the decisions we make based on these beliefs. So this is episode number one. You're listening to the cognitive dissidence podcast. And hopefully you'll tune in and uh, catch what we're doing uh, as we record some more. Look forward, hopefully, to you joining us again in a week or two when episode number two comes out and we begin to take a dive into the psychological mechanisms of religious belief. And to be perfectly frank... There have been times when members or leaders in the church have simply made mistakes. There may have been things said or done that were not in harmony with our values, principles, or doctrine. Brothers and sisters, stay in the boat. Use your life jackets. Hold on with both hands. Avoid distractions. Give Brother Joseph a break. Some have asserted that more members are leaving the church today, and that there is more doubt and unbelief than in the past. This is simply not true. The Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints has never been stronger. How can homosexual members of the church... First, I want to change the question. There are no homosexual members of the church. Questions are honored, but opposition is... I think we'd also have to be honest. There may be some of these questions that there is no answer to. Yes. Those are going to be the ones we avoid. Doubt your doubts.